Yo, it's the Stupidly Smart Podcast. It's Tuesday the 25th of October 2016. Hello, Laura Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. <sighs> All right, and for the last time this year, yep. I will apologise for a non-attendance. Yes, uh, that's okay. Um, this time last year, we had four days off. Uh, for what reason? Oh, hang on. <laughs> hang on. My, that was the last ask. time I took time off, Stu. <laughs> oh, keep me up. No, I actually think it is. Mm, well, you... I mean, four days off and uh, that tiny human is now a year older. So... Child birth. I have good excuses at least. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, like it, like just the way the world was sitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. You, uh, Fair well, enough. Congratulations to you and small person. That's uh, a lovely achievement. And uh, Cheers. here's to many more of us celebrating uh, his rotations or whatever you call it. Thanks, friend. That mm. was eloquent as usual. But listen, um, you have now had uh, – you've been away and you've done mm-hmm. your thing and you're mm-hmm. now in what you were describing as a sort of a phase of renewal that you were looking forward to. How mm. How is the future looking? How is, how is you know, being back at home in the – because now you've returned home to what was your new but, – but when you were on your way home, were you like – did you have the the new house in your head as home? Like, does that now feel like home to you? Yes. Yeah, yes, totally. I, I, anything that existed pre here is not even thought of as anything. Isn't that just beautiful? I think it's very lucky. And I was asked, uh, as you may have caught, I was up in Sydney just on the weekend. Yeah. And I was asked by many people, oh, how's the blah, blah, blah. And each time I answered with, I just absolutely adore it. I love it. Oh, I don't know why I didn't do it years ago. I mean, uh, I wasn't, that's so it, good. it didn't quite suit years ago, but, um, yeah. but I, I wish it did. I wish I had it, you know? Yeah. It's opposite of a, <laughs> I'm reading so much subtext into that. Um, no. it, uh, it's the opposite of a good film or a good book or a good movie. Uh, sorry, that is a film theater thing, which is that you, it leaves you wanting more. So it's the it's the opposite of that. You you wish that you'd done it earlier, even though you wouldn't have known earlier. Do you know what I mean? Even though the book, if the book was longer, it probably wouldn't have been as good. Right. So it's kind of like the yeah, it's a similar thing, but it's totally different. I don't get it, but I I'm sure <laughs> that the smarter listeners will be understanding. I went, I went to the um somebody two people. Thank you to the two people who got in touch and said that they understood my babble about when you know somebody and then you meet a new person who's like that person you know, and then you kind of like put the layer, the, the roadmap of the first person <clears throat> over the second person. They right. said that they totally got that, by the yep, way. There is a core group out there. <clears throat> and I and I do notice some names and other times it's a, a another Lauren Clark zealot that pops up and will always back your theories and and and, and you know can uh, empathise with them. Are they? Um, have we checked? So this is on like Facebook or something. Have you checked? I think so. Like, I mean, you don't let me che- access you, much, but have what? you checked if they are also members of a Facebook group Mensa? <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty hard to yeah. say that without laughing. Yeah. Stuart, um, yes. I know that you were... Are mentor on Facebook, actually? Oh, who knows, Stu Farrell? Who Could knows? you imagine the stuff they post on their page? <laughs> like, it's not going to be blokes with beer coming out of their ears and stuff, is it? <laughs> I don't think so. No. But, you know, there'll be a lot of puns. 
You just know there'll be a lot oh, of puns. Uh, uh, Smart uh, people like puns, I reckon. Yeah, but you know I, what? I don't. Some of the most <laughs> punny people I've met are the most nastiest that I've come across. So, no, I mean, I just... Nasty? People can be smart and nasty. Yeah, but, you know, but or, or how about smarm, smarsty? Smarsty. So, so, like, smarmy nasty? Smarmy nasty. Or smart and nasty? What are the... Smarmy, smart and nasty. Smarsties. It's, it's, it's a three. Smarsty. What yeah, a bunch of smarsty. Because there's nothing worse hey. than a nasty yeah. smart person. Well, it's sort of surprising, isn't it? Because Deceiving. Because you, you imagine that they are going to have, because to, they're smart, that they would have emotional intelligence. And if you have emotional intelligence, you're not going to just be a total pig, mm. you know. Uh, but yeah. anyway, hey, listen, I know that we. I was just about, you were just about to go somewhere else. But I, mm. speaking of like... Seeing a good uh, piece of theatre or whatever, I did, Stu. I oh. got to. I just want to get put this out there. Remember, you said you should go to the arts festival. What are you doing? Why can't you yeah. go? And and, mm-hmm. and well, I went and I went and saw the Robert Lepage show. Oh, um, Lepage! For, and I can't remember what it's called. Four eight six eight six four because it's a number I don't remember. Which is mm, interesting right. because the whole thing is about memory and numbers <laughs> and mnemonics and like. Memory palaces, and it's just, Ooh. it was the most densely packed. Oh, it was just amazing to be sitting there. Now, Lauren, the before we go any further, mm, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm all over LePage's work, but for those, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for those punters out there that mightn't be up there with uh, Bobby LePage like we are, have, can, you, can you give us like a, a, like a two minute sort of background? Bobby LePage. Well, Stuart Farrell, mm. Bobby LePage is a Canadian um, theatre practitioner who, who who would... What, so, he's like a doctor that works out the back of a theatre? Yes, that's, that's what I mean. Mm. No, he is a... Um, so he's the one that did the show that you roll your eyes at, which I say was the best... One of the three best shows I've ever seen. Is that the tracksuit one? No... Oh, one of the three best shows. The, the tracksuit one's one of the other ones, but oh, the th- right. one of the three <clears> best shows I've ever seen. And it was, in fact, I saw all of them. I think uh, three or four. Th- I saw three of my four favourite shows ever at the same Sydney Arts Festival. Where mm-hmm. what you did? I don't know if you still do this in Sydney, but at, in the Sydney Arts Festival, they have this like box in the middle of Martin Square where if you get there when it opens at I think seven thirty or something in the morning then you can get $25 tickets to anything, right? Oh. And so there are these shows that are like $300 or 150 or whatever and you don't have that yeah. sort of money for that. So you get out of bed at like the middle of the night. We used to do these and we'd go as a group because you're only allowed a certain amount of tickets. And nerds and have got to stay in packs to protect themselves. <laughs> so. Okay. So... <laughs> This is just you're just adorable. So we went, we'd go in there, and we <laughs> and we would sit there, and we and of course you you're gonna love this. Oh, You'd yeah. sometimes see the same people like every day. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like it a comedy a, festival. Yeah, only this was I think it being Sydney, it was less cliquey like that. Okay. At comedy festival, you just know everyone there. You know what right. I mean? In in Sydney, it was a bit more spread. But anyway, point is. So we got to go and see just whatever we could get our hands on and we, we'd pick which one we want and we'd try and be first in the line and we'd get like six of them because there'd mm. be three of us. And we would just – and so the, this one, this Robert Lepage show, 
nobody had reviewed it. Nobody had seen it in Sydney yet. It was the first time it was on. No, I don't think he'd been out for anything else, although I may be wrong about that. Mm -hmm. And he did this show and it was nine hours long. Oh, my God. And and the whole reason we thought we'd see it was like, this is it's it's it, the way it was described was he's kind of he's he's challenging like what your idea of theatre is and he's trying to he's trying to take you somewhere else and it, it used opera video sound and it was absolutely this multidisciplinary amaze ball right mm-hmm. and so we thought okay look we're um, a group of people with no you know like we're here for the for the for the festival we may as well just go deep and I'm so glad we did because. Seeing a nine-hour show now would be <laughs> completely impossible, <laughs> but it was it was transformative. And I know people say that about it, but it was exhilarating. And 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 you wanted it to go on for more than the nine hours. And you and the group became the audience, which was massive because it was mm. a massive production. Became kind of like euphoric together. It was this e- extraordinary thing. Not only is there a not narrative just because of. Oh, yeah. So the narrative in this show was um, an, an extremely complex, beautiful history of <clears throat> these people's lives and how they all interacted. So you'd see somebody and, like, guaranteed that person would be connected to that person in, like, literally two hours' time. That You know, everything kind of connected back up. So it was, it was, it was kind of m- mathematical, like, the, the way it all kind of came together. But it was emotional as well. So it was – and there was literally – like opera and there was like um what's it called visual illusions what are they where you optical illusions optical thanks illusions. Lawrence brain Thank you. um and stuff like that so that and the, but the point of the optical illusions was that like somebody somebody's sort of brain was slightly off and he was seeing a neurologist and then and so in the conversation about the brain that he was having with the neurologist i've probably got the details of this slightly wrong but um everything was kind of there but not there and so that it, it was sort of playing trickery with light and all sorts of stuff it was just mind-bending and i've seen a lot of theater but it mm. was mind-bending right so that i saw that again when it came to melbourne years later i just loved it it's called You've seen lip, it for 18 hours now lip sync yeah oh, loved lip-sync. it would see it again yeah. tomorrow if it was on do you get to anyway. go to the toilet to what can, can you go to the toilet? <laughs> yeah. No, there are like 27 intervals. Like it's, it's just got intervals. So it goes to nine hours, but it's actually about 15 minutes of action. No, no, I'm choking about that. that man. I don't remember actually how many intervals it was, but you can walk in and out. Like some people, you know, snuck in and out occasionally and some people left because they were like, yeah, this is kind of not my thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, and what happened would be people would just like take their seats and kind of come in so that there was this kind of closer group. Anyway. So that was so th- that is how high my XPs were for this mm. thing on the weekend, right? Okay. And for first of all, it was two hours long. So sure. I was like, how are you gonna, how are you going to impress I'm me? Two off, hours, I know. Bobby LePage. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it was great, and he and it was him talking about his life and about memory and about technology, and he used technology and memory and the kind of slipperiness of memory and the kind of trickery of theatre and also his own voice and his own hands and. Uh, just so much theatre was used, but I actually have a contention that I haven't seen in an, in any of the reviews about it, which I'm going to argue if I can find somebody to uh, <coughs> pay me to write an article about it, Stu Farrell. Right. But anyway, it it was just 
stupendous. And I was sitting there thinking, this is was it the Q&A? sort of thing. Like I actually, I actually put my no, I actually oh. put my uh, Stu Farrell goggles on at one point, and I thought mm. you would probably, if you, which I know you wouldn't, would sit through the nine hour thing. You would probably have found it really interesting mm. this one you probably wouldn't have you probably would have gone a little bit uh, who cares about this story because it's kind of about his like reflections on his own life and it was a little bit about indulgy canadian um history no it was deliberately not indulgy you couldn't right. accuse it of that but it was uh it's been described in a few places as slightly kind of removed or cold or whatever um anyway so i sort of had that but i at the same time i just I thought, you know, this reaffirms everything about my, like, you know, you paint me as, well, you paint anyone who enjoys theatre as, oh, hang because, on. because. I enjoy theatre. No, because you hate theatre. You hate, you hate, I hate sitting dancing. in the audience of everything. I hate you professional dance. You don't like comedy? <laughs> you don't Comedy's like overrated, no. You don't, right. you don't like theatre. But then I must confess yeah. that the three things I've been to in theatre, or oh, is it two? Have been some of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Mm. But anyway, it made it. I found my place again. I just, I did a beautiful, adult, artsy, great, fantastic mind bend of a thing. And a couple of times, because I was so tired, because I'd been awake the night before and I'd had virtually no sleep, mm. uh, I had a few moments of like, I'm going to fall asleep in this because it was a dark, quiet space and it's like my brain mm. isn't used to that and it just went to the... You dozed. So it was a little bit of a conundry because I was sitting there like going, this is my special moment and yet I'm uh, I, I'm just looking like I might fall asleep. Well, anyway. you wouldn't have been the only one in there. Look, Lauren Clark, <laughs> it's good to hear about the Bobby LePage thing because I, in fact, was going to ask you, <laughs> and we, we, we can do this for another show, of course, how good are Saladas? Wow, Lozzie, uh, mm. after a couple of weeks, that song still rings true. In fact, Bobby LePage can borrow that if he uh, ever wants to use it, because we, we have the uh, artistic ownership of it now, even though we didn't make it ourselves. I don't think we have any <laughs> we have any right to anything, but we have. Mm. it has been uh, entrusted to us in the family trust mm. mm-hmm. that is the stupidly big family, uh, you know, kind of putting in together. Yeah. Uh, and yes, uh, Bobby LePage uh, will, you know, has access to the world's finest musicians, but no, uh, not this one, unless he comes and asks, I think. I think we need to be firm about that. We'll find out. Now, Lozzie, yes. mm. uh, because of the turbulent, turbulent, tumultuous uh, sort of nature of the last fortnight. <laughs> Can you just quickly? <laughs> a I bit know of turbulence. Don't, don't I've been on like five planes <laughs> in the last two weeks. Can I just say, uh, because I know we're not dwelling on uh, your week that you had. No. But uh, we we were all holding our breath to know that things went okay when you had to speak. Ah, uh, yes. It went fine. It Great. went well, I, I think, uh, uh, you know, according Good. to others. And I had one I had one dilemma where I, I, I wanted to, I had to use the C word. Whoa. Uh, on more than one occasion yeah. during my speech. Oh, God. 
but I wasn't sure whether to use it or not. Right? It, and it, did you speak to a close person to check? No. no. Oh no, I did ask. No, I didn't ask anyone. I don't think. Right. Yeah. What I did was. Yeah. Summed up the room when I before right. when I was there. Right. Yeah. So I looked around. I looked at the amount of family or say older people. Yeah. And um, from that took uh, uh, and after a couple more beers, it seemed like a better <laughs> idea. Of course. So I took to the stage with Gutso and did it and. Uh, I used the word. And did you say apologies? I'm going to use a word. I did. Couple, I yeah. did uh, actually. I I I said, look. Did the old gonna, radio? Uh, what did what did we use? Language to call warning. It? What language warning? No, I said yeah. there's going to be some colour. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be some colourful language. Yeah. And uh, so apologies in advance to and I, I mentioned um, <clears throat> one of his long term friends, his sister and his daughter who were there. Right. And I just so look. I I've, look. I've made a point that. Um, it's going to get a little bit fruity or colourful, yeah, yeah, yeah. as he sort of was in life. Yeah, I didn't say that part, but everyone yeah. totally got the, the yeah, context. Of course, and and sadly, but it was my it was my callback. The c word was actually well, <laughs> a, a sentence involving the c word was my callback. So it was like punchlines as well. You're right, right, right. But any um, <laughs> but afterwards, even uh, uh, ladies and uh, of a of a vintage, you know, maybe three decades beyond mine. Mm. Uh, who were relations in some way came up and said that was fantastic. And I said, oh, look, I wasn't sure good. about the language. And I said, no, what are you talking about? Have a look around. I said, yeah, I figured <laughs> as much. And it was fantastic. So, good. yeah, there you go. Excellent. Anyway, good small way. injustices though, Yeah, Lauren, sorry, right? sorry. I just thought people no, no, would be wanting was, to no, know. No, thank yep. you for asking. And, and uh, it, it's, it's actually a good lead into this because because we, we have been a little bit upside down, topsy-turvy, not around and a bit sad, mm. um, the usual uh, responses and responses Responders to uh, these sort of segments, yeah, we, we have sort of flatlined because we haven't been doing the show really. <laughs> so, what, are, what can they respond to? Please well, respond to our absence. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like, there's been you lot, bastards. There's been a lot of correspondence. Um, no, that is true. There has but just been. not in our general show nature. So, yeah. we're just going to do our own small injustices now. But let's all of us get back on that one horse together. Yeah, and uh, start just. <laughs> Let's, let's let's yeah I know it's it's got bow legs that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's power on through to the the silly season and yeah. um, as a team contribute. Yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah, contribute. Got it good. Now, <laughs> yeah, uh, I've got one though that I'm I'm not. I was sitting down watching some television recently, and I'm not entirely sure. Mm. If this fits under the the small injustices brand, okay, why? But well, okay, go no, just go. Tell I, us. Well, throughout the ages, I, I have watched uh, a lot of sort of movies and stuff, much like uh, Robert Lepage stuff, where <laughs> it involves hitmen and and assassins and um, <laughs> vengeance. Yeah, it's a real sure. Lepage uh, theme. <laughs> yeah. And, and, Must uh, be his earlier work. I'm not familiar it, with it. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was coming through uh, film school and he was right. a bit of a rogue. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So anyway, through watching a lot of that. that a theatre guy should go through film school. That's <laughs> well, we had a start. I mean, all good <laughs> theatre people start in film. Is that right? Yeah. Well, except for you. Now, oh. well, you didn't start in film. You've, you've been like a theatre guru from day one. That is I, true. I meant that in a good way. Okay. I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. We can't we can't put me next to Lepage. Well, I can. You're around the same height. Now. 
You're on the he's how an, tall he's is enormously tall. Is he's he? Tall. No. Yeah, he's tall. I must admit, I, I've, I've never seen him in the flesh. So. No, no, surprises me, Stu. No, yeah. his name until what fifteen minutes ago. Now I've told I, you about Robert Lepage forty million times, but anyway, continue. Yeah, but it's, you've told me about a lot of those sort of people that we, you know, if you had to take them to the show, I would have gone yes. Now mm. I get it. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. Yep. No. Anyway, you were saying. Yeah, I've developed. I think. In irrational fear, which mm-hmm. to me is a small injustice, and I've developed it through film. Right. And that is, Lauren Clark. Please tell me. I have a fear of looking through a peephole because I feel that my face is going to get shot. Now, <laughs> stick, <laughs> stick with me. You are missing out on what's in all peepholes in life, Stu Farrell. Well, I don't like people. Peepholes have inher- like an inherent sleaziness to them, right? Totally. Peepholery is not a normal person. And by peephole, I don't mean like it, like drilling a hole in the public toilets and staring through the next cubicle. I'm talking about like the proper ones that you get in a like a hotel door. Oh, I see. I, I really was picturing just no, all not, peepholery, like no, generally. No, 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 okay. no. I'm not watching. Yeah, I'm not, I haven't drilled through the fence and watched uh, Mrs. <laughs> uh, McGillicuddy sunbaking. It's not. It's not that sort of uh, meatballs carry on. Well, whatever. You know, Mrs. Yeah, no, Robertson great. then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I loved it. Um, so, so okay. no, no. It's more like I feel it because if you if you know if you know the, the sort of genre of film, when a hitman yeah. is going to do a hit. Oh. Quite often, oh. he'll knock <laughs> yeah. on the door. Yeah, and when a shadow oh, do you know comes is... across the uh, eye hole, oh no, he'll fire. And then there's just a shot of blood on the walls. Listen, yeah. Stu Farrell, this is a this is the kind of thing that there should be a category of, like um, you know, scary cliches or something like movie that. Movie PTSD. Movie PTSD. Because they're sorry, I just knocked the microphone out of pure um, whatever. Um, th- there is so many examples of this. Like I, ah, um, oh, there's in 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 horror movies and stuff. There are, um, what is it like? Uh, you know, when you when you fi- when you are going, it's dark mm. and like there are shadows in a certain way or something. You almost do hear the violin. Music, yeah, don't yeah, you? Like the, there's a there's a kind of a well, the we, people the people yeah. continue into the shadows or into the the field or the uh, it's uh, like stop, the bush. can't you yeah. hit the music, you moron? Exactly, exactly. But no, I'm sure people have got those. People should definitely get in touch with those because that is hilarious. That you, oh, okay. That you don't want to look out people. Well, it's in case I get my head blown off. Now, any <laughs> Laura Clark, how does the friendly neighbourhood hitman get in contact with us? Uh, Stu, they can find us at Stupidly Big. We're stupidlybig.com. We're Stupidly Big on Facebook, Stupidly Big on Twitter. You can give us a rating and a review now that you've actually heard a show uh, in recent memory uh, at uh, iTunes. You can type in Stupidly Big or Stupidly Small there. We haven't had a review for ages, so go and uh, say good there. We've had a show for ages. Uh, no, that's true. Um, uh, so we'd love to hear from you. We have missed you. It's been uh, – it's always nice to be in touch with everybody. Yep. Um, and Stu Farrell, will I see you tomorrow? Back bright and early, Lauren Clark. I look forward to it, my friend. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.